Hello, I'm Mary, and you're listening to First Pages Readings. In this podcast, I explore reading and celebrate books as cultural messengers. Each episode, I'll read from three books of either fiction, nonfiction, young adult, middle grade, or poetry. Hello and welcome to First Pages Readings, Episode 47. And thanks for joining me. Today I'll read from three interesting middle grade books, so let's get started. Today's first book is Thirst by Varsha Bajaj. On the surface, this book is about a young girl living in Mumbai, India, who finds a way to fight for the water rights of her community. But the book also carries messages around hope and justice, reliance on oneself, and the belief in creating a better world for one's community. This is an engaging story with charming characters that is hard to put down while speaking to important life lessons. The first page of Thirst. Sanjay and I sit on the top of the hill and stare out at the huge, never-ending Arabian Sea. The salty breeze brings a little relief from the heat. It feels like the world is made of water from up here, I say, that there's enough of it for everyone but I know there isn't. In the distance, the flyover bridge soars into the sky and snakes across the bay. Its lights twinkle and outshine the stars in the night sky. The Sea Link Bridge looks like an M, I say. It does, my brother says. M for Mumbai. M for me, many, I say. And for monsoon. I hope this year we have a good one. Lately, the monsoon season comes later and later, which means less and less water. Although water surrounds my island city, most of the people I know are always struggling to get enough. We don't have running water in our house. We just have a tap outside that we share with our neighbors. Ma has to wake up at the crack of dawn to fill our buckets because the authorities only supply water for two hours every morning and for an hour in the evening when the shortages aren't too bad. The rest of the day, the tap is dry. Every home has a big barrel outside the house to store collected water for the day. Today's next book is The Bone Sparrow by Zana Freylon. This book tells a beautiful and heartbreaking story about a refugee family living in a permanent detention center. The story is compelling and informative and is also hopeful. Topics like loss, personal freedom, friendship, the power of storytelling and love help the characters survive their difficult and uncertain circumstance. The first page of The Bone Sparrow. Sometimes at night, The dirt outside turns into a beautiful ocean, as red as the sun and as deep as the sky. I lie in my bed, Queenie's feet pushing against my cheek, and listen to the waves lapping at the tent. Queenie says I'm stupid, saying that kind of stuff. But it's true. She just doesn't see it, is all. Our ma says there are some people in this world who can see all the hidden bits and pieces of the universe blown in on the north wind and scattered about in the shadows. Queenie, she never tries to look in the shadows. 
She doesn't even squint. Ma sees, though. She can hear the ocean outside, too. You hear it, nay? I whisper, my fingers feeling for her smile in the dark. In the morning, the ground still wet and foamy from where those waves washed up. I sit and trace the hundreds of animals that have swum all the way up to the tent, their faces pushing against the flaps, trying to get a look at us inside on our beds. Queenie says they aren't real beds, but just old army cots and even older army blankets. Queenie says that a real bed is made with springs and cushions and feathers, and that real blankets don't itch. I don't think those animals would know the difference, or really care much either. Today's third book is Kiki's Delivery Service by Eiko Kodono. Kiki is an enchanting character who jumps off the pages of this fantasy story. She is a half-witch who decides to leave her village and follow tradition by finding a new village where she can share her gifts. Not everything goes as planned, and along with her sidekick, a crafty cat, Kiki embarks on a journey that ultimately leads her back to where she started. This charming and magical story is fun and inspiring to read. The first page of Kiki's Delivery Service The Beginning of the Story Once there was a little town, sandwiched between a deep forest and gentle grassy hills. The town was built on an easy southward slope, its roofs the color of dark slices of toast, all in a row. Clustered in the center of town, near the train station, were the town hall, the police station, the fire station, and the school. It was a normal town, one you could find anywhere. But if you paid close attention, you'd find things you wouldn't usually see. For instance, silver bells hung from the tops of tall trees. Even when it wasn't storming, these bells sometimes made a racket with their ringing. Then the townspeople would turn to each other and smile, saying, Little Kiki must have gotten caught again. But how could someone so little ring the bells in the treetops? Well, if you looked to the east and peeked into Kiki's home, you'd find the answer. Thank you for spending time with me today. If you liked listening to this episode, please subscribe.